Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're listening in, uh, whatever format you're listening in on. Uh, this is a She War podcast. Uh, I've hijacked uh, the Burkett Wonderland podcast uh, with the blessing of Danny and invited a few people on so we could have a little chat about tickets. So firstly, what I'm going to do is introduce everybody. Uh, and yeah, just tell me what your membership status is, I guess. Uh, so we'll start with uh, Fellow on the Top Wire. Uh, Danny? I wasn't expecting to come to me first. I don't currently have uh, any season tickets. I got my first ticket in 1987. It was mm-hmm. away at Spurs. And then that was 87, 88, 88, 89 to 2003 2004 i had a season ticket nearly every single season and then went to a new stadium didn't like it stopped decided to stop going and then i have uh, looked at applying for tickets when you have a, a purple membership wheelchair one it is i i get in for half price and my carer gets in for nothing and so i think the last time the first time i did it at the emirates i had four season tickets because my neighbor did it as well and he never went and I think it was costing me about £300 a season. But they were terrible seats because in at Highbury, you used to sit at the front. And then mm-hmm. at the Emirates, you sit behind a load of people that stand up and then you can't see anything. So the only place to sit is the next level up. And that was going to cost me about £700 a year. And then recently, Sean said that she can come with me to go to games and a couple, a couple of friends. But then trying to get tickets for anything at Arsenal now is impossible. So the last time I went to a game, I bought one ticket. It was uh, 2000, September 2019, beat Villa 3-2. And I will maybe look into going again, but when you try and apply for purple membership, it is not easy because there are far too many people and not enough spaces. That's me, Dan. I think that kind of sums up everyone. Everyone, right? Uh, yeah. Femi, yourself, your membership status and history, I guess. Yeah, uh, membership status. I've been a season ticket holder at the Emirates since 2010. Uh, I've got a. Yeah, randomly got a ticket. Uh, I was like 20,000 on a waiting list, got my ticket, and then they forgot to remove me off the waiting list and called me the next year thinking that I didn't have a ticket and offered me another ticket. I told the guy, I've got a ticket. He said, oh, it's already on offer to you, so do you want another one? So ended up with two season tickets. So yeah, so was <laughs> two season tickets. One is in the North Bank, and the one that I sit in is in the West and Upper, uh, and I go to about two away games a year. Uh, yeah, that's right. my status right now. All right, sweet. We'll get on to our away games at some point. Uh, Fergus. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? Yeah, good, good. Season ticket holder, similar to Femi, uh, 2010. I think it was after uh, we lost the League Cup final to Birmingham City and people were chucking the season tickets back left, right and centre. I was uh, waited about six years and I got a season ticket, but I also had um, a couple of red memberships. I pressed the button to buy one and refreshed the screen. I got two uh, instead of instead of uh, one, so I've kept them and I use them. If family are coming over from Ireland or if my grandson or my son want to go, um, I'm basically loads of games last season and the season before 
and it's nigh on impossible on this new ballot scheme um, to get them, which we'll talk about afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and Jeffrey. Yes, uh, evening all. Um, I've been going to the Arsenal since 1971. I've had um, season tickets in the family, four season tickets since 1985 in the East Upper Tier. I, I barely use them because I go, I sit elsewhere. But my brother and his kids go, and sometimes my kids go with them as well. But uh, yes, I've got four. Right, I'll fair one. Okay, myself. Uh, Never wanted a season ticket. You didn't need one when I started going. Uh, stopped going in 93 when it became all-seater and all-ticket. Uh, joined on what was called the Ticket Registration Scheme Reserve List, so sort of like a red member equivalent in 1998. Spent the rest of the years at Highbury uh, phone bashing to try and get tickets for League Cup games, which was great fun. And then when we moved to the bowl, uh, got silver. In the family, there's four silvers and two junior gunners. Uh, so that's me. Uh, well, I mean, we'll start with season tickets. Obviously, there's been an increase in season ticket holders this, well, over the last sort of, well, it was the start of last season, they increased the season tickets. And the main thing that I hear about all the time is away tickets. Uh, because, you know, we get you know, away tickets. You're getting anything between a thousand and three and a half thousand typically for a Premier League game. Uh, Femi, got to ask two aways a year with the club clamping down on away tickets and they have to be in your name or what's been proposed uh, hasn't gone through yet where you can actually sort of stipulate a couple of people at the start of the season to use your away tickets if you're not going but you lose the credit or whatever they're going to hash out on a new system. Uh, obviously, you must have noticed that it's increasingly harder to get away tickets, mate. Yeah, impossible. Um, to be fair, um, I usually get it from other people, uh, which is the way that I used to get away tickets. So someone will be like, well, I've got a spare for this game. Uh, can you travel here? And I'll be like, yeah, 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 let's go. Like Last year, I went to Brighton away on New Year's Eve, literally at three o'clock in the afternoon, I got a call. There's a spare ticket. Do you want to come? But all those people are finding it impossible, basically, to get tickets now. And one away game that I did manage to buy a ticket for for myself that I got credit for was in the Europa League last season, FC Zurich away, I want to say. That mm -hmm. was going to be my first game, but uh, a few things came up, so I couldn't go. And unfortunately... Uh, there was a guy that actually lived in Zurich that could take the ticket, and but Arsenal were insistent that I had to pick up the ticket, and basically the ticket just went to a waste because he can he, and he lived in Zurich, so it was literally you know I'm giving it to an Arsenal fan face value, and they just wouldn't they just wouldn't allow it, so the ticket just went to a waste because I just couldn't make it. But yeah, yeah I, was, I think that's literally the story now. There was about mm. 300 empty seats at that game. I was it was it was moved to St. Gallen. Um and yeah, it was a similar sort of thing. It would drop down to I think zero points on red there for that game. But there was there was six six opportunities last season to get away points. Man City away in the FA Cup. Uh, there was Wolves uh, in the League Cup. There was there's quite a few number that you could build up your points on. Sorry, I'll I'll leave you go, Gav. No, I, I, no, 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 no. I did get to Man City away actually. Uh, I forgot about that in the cup. 
And funny enough, this um, the Zurich game, what happened was they actually didn't send a physical ticket out in time. So they were supposed to send it, but they didn't get it out in time, which which is a reason why I couldn't get it to the guy as well, which is was really frustrating. It was pretty pointless having a ticket and not, you know, just not being able to make it. And then it's just gone to a waste, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get that at all. I mean, apparently that was the same in Lund's... Uh... I think I put the figure up on Twitter. I think it's something like 380 tickets weren't even collected. Uh, Fergus, how are you finding? I know you you go away as often as you can. Uh, how are you finding it with the tickets? You getting them off your the credits you built up? Uh, no, I don't, I've got some of the credits I've built up. I've got um, Newcastle lined up. I've got West Ham in the cup lined up. Um, like Femi, I get them off very good friends who where tickets come up and they've got a spare for whatever reason. Uh, I was really fortunate last season. Uh, I was able to do, in all competitions, 42 out of the 49 games. My bank balance doesn't think it's uh, that, <laughs> that, that good. Um, but, uh, yeah, this season, Lons nearly went pear shaped for me. I did get my tickets for Lons, but the guy who was going to sort me out there then, uh, rightly so, got very nervous about getting... Um, photoed uh, for Seville. So we got Seville via another source and I've phys- off the four tickets, uh, three of them are physical and we have to pick up uh, one. I've actually got one as well in my name, which I've got to pick up uh, in Seville. So you just have to keep an eye out. And it's, get, it's getting to the different levels. Like I'm at 12 now and the next key is trying to get 15. So you just buy the tickets and, and, and go if you can. I don't pay for fuel at work, so it does make it a little bit cheaper if I drive up and drive back on a day or whatever like that. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's just difficult, and I think it's unfair. This, you see all the regular faces at the away games, which you guys will know. You'll, you'll recognise a lot of people who've been going for years and years and years. But lately, as the popularity has come, and the 30 quid, uh, 30 is plenty, and, and, uh, and that... Thing. There are an awful lot more, almost like half and half scarfers uh, in in the away end, which for me, that's the one place they shouldn't be. Whatever about being at the Emirates or being at Wembley for a big, big event, the away tickets should be for the hardcore. Yeah, no, Jeff. Uh, I know you uh, you dabble in uh, in tickets here and here, there, and everywhere, or have done in in the past. Have you noticed that sort of just? The market closing on away tickets. There's not as many people buying and selling, or selling, so to speak. Um, the away tickets have always been difficult. I mean, I think Arsenal is one of the maybe two clubs that have sold out for every single Premier League away game since the Premier League existed. Um, mm. Arsenal have always had a fantastic away support, but like the boys have said. We used to just exchange tickets amongst each other. You know, you pick up a ticket here and there if you want to go to that game. I generally go to all the London away games. Um, I, I deal in corporate hospitality as well. So if I'm not, if, if I can't get an away ticket in the Arsenal end, then I'll go and I'll find a, a ticket in the in the corporate section at the, at the away section. It's difficult sometimes. Obviously, I wouldn't do that at someone like Tottenham, you know, for the obvious reasons. But no, it is... It is it is difficult, but again, it's the popularity now. Uh, but but having said that, even even back in three, four, five years ago, when we was you know kind of like rubbish, Arsenal would always sell out. They would always sell out, but there would be just more tickets available, and the popularity wasn't there. But now it's gone 
it's gone tenfold. Everybody wants to get go and see the Arsenal, and that, that includes all the Europeans and the people from around the world, and they will spend a lot of money to go and see the Arsenal. And if it's an away game, it's going to cost them more than what it normally costs because the allocations are smaller. So yeah. it, it's a difficult situation that we're in, Gav. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you go back to the season before COVID, uh, literally, yeah, I didn't even have to bother booking up on my silver membership because I knew that there'd be a mate who don't fancy it that week or can't make it or, you know, I literally, I reckon that the whole season I could have or was offered, not from sort of randoms because I don't, I talk about tickets online and on Twitter and on my Facebook page and everything, but I never use it to get any or to buy or to sell. Do you know what I mean? I've only ever done it with, you know, I've only ever got tickets off of, oh, basically mates. And that's how it's kind of run for years and years. And yep. it seems like at the moment that the club are trying to catch groups of mates out that do that. Uh, I know one, one group of mates got <clears throat> treated like almost like criminals uh, last season uh, and everybody connected with them was getting pickups and pickups and a few people lost all their credits. One girl lost her season ticket as well. Uh, all over, like I say, just something that's been common practice for years, unfortunately. And it, it seems like the club, are, they're not hitting the right people when it comes to, uh, which moves us on to the next subject, which is the touts. Uh, the measures they seem to be bringing in, both for home tickets and away tickets, to catch touts aren't really catching, you know, the touts. They're, they're catching groups of friends. Uh, I mean, Femi, I mean, obviously, you've got two season tickets in your name, uh, which is perfectly legitimate because the club have been selling them to you. Uh, what do you do when, I mean, you can't have your same bum on two seats, can you? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, um, I know someone who, who has been using it for years. So the same person has been using the same, and he's actually just a cool guy that just is number 60,000 odd on the waiting list. So he literally just, you know, we spoke a while ago. Um, uh, he, he was introduced to me by someone who actually is a regular. And he said, oh, this guy is a good guy. And he just he just needs to get to the game, really. And he just, we just, I don't charge him anything. He just pays the, the price of the ticket. And he goes every year, pays me in full every June and we that's that's literally the arrangement that we have and obviously at some point uh, my children are getting older um i'll move the seat sort of next to me and then it will just become a, a two seat basically but for me i you know it's just for it's just for someone who just couldn't get to games basically and goes to every game he doesn't miss a game as well so can't complain about that yeah no fair i mean that's at least you're doing the right thing i mean it seems that the club's measures to stop touting just haven't done anybody any favours. Uh, I mean, Fergus, I've, I've seen you mention in the past about it just seems like even at the home games, you're seeing different people in the same seat every game and stuff like that. Yeah, 
Um, well, I'm in the North Bank and everyone piles in anyway, so there's probably three people to every seat in the North Bank at, at times, uh, possibly even more, possibly even more sometimes. But you, we have noticed because Capodan and myself and a few others, we do all the, the singing and then making all the, the racket and noise in, on the concourse before the game around block five. And the different faces and the different, it's a lot of youths and stuff like that. And uh, listen, it's great to get young fans coming to the game, but. Uh, it, it is an awful lot of new new faces. And you mentioned before COVID. Before COVID, there was games I couldn't go to for whatever reason because of work or, or, or not being well. Or and, and, and Trev, who does the podcast, read the same thing. You couldn't give tickets away for free. Exactly. You couldn't give tickets away yeah. for free. Yep. So it's just absolutely ridiculous. I know there was that Man City game where there was 15,000 around the end of Emery Wenger sort of uh, period. It was about 15,000 in, in, in the stadium. And now because we're doing well, all the job, all, everyone's crawling out from underneath the rock. And I, I listen, I love the people who are supporting it. I love what the Ashburton Army are doing. I love what Dan and, and, and the guys in Block 5 are doing. But it, the club, whilst they're trying to sort something out with the tickets... I think they went digital. They took they took the 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 plunge to go on the, the the on your phone sort of thing. Yet again, the, if you transfer a ticket to me, I get a PDF as well. So you stand outside Arsenal Tube Station and you get those guys going tickets, tickets, going to buy and sell and buy and sell and, and he's got a wadge of like photocopy paper, you know, a ream of paper of tickets, and they're selling them out. And all they have to do is go and get. For them, they just stick fifty quid and, and dump a red membership. Yeah, the the club are something, but they're not doing it right. You either have to go all or nothing. You can't do this halfway house between uh, between between PDFs and 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 um, and digital. Online. Yeah, digital. It has to be digital and only digital. And I, I think away tickets will eventually go that way as well. Yeah, I mean, I've said for years that. The Premier League is big enough and has got enough money being pumped into it for every club to have the same digital entry system uh, so that there is no paper tickets anymore. Uh, I know, Jeff, in you deal with the hospitality side of things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how much you want me to say here or, or whatever. That's up to yourself. But I do know that the club have sort of clamped, they've, they've cut back, haven't they, on the amount of tickets that they're giving to sort of like the holiday companies, so to speak. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. 50%, my allocation cut 50%. Obviously, I'm not going to declare how many I'll get or what or not. But um, and a lot of the um, travel clubs abroad, they've had all theirs cut by 50% as well. Um mm. Let me just go back a minute. To, I mean, this is all—it's all happening now. This is a bit of a PR thing from Arsenal, I believe, as well. They're—they're—you know—they've got—they've got that issue with. A, we've got a terrible issue with a website at the moment. But it's the thing as everyone seems to be screaming because they can't get tickets for Arsenal. Well, like Fergus said a little while ago, where was these people four and five years ago when there was gaps and gaps? of tickets uh, or, or, or seats they could have gone then and even the away even the, the away tickets you can build up your your mem your 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 uh, points but you've got to buy all the shit games the league cup away games at Doncaster and places like that build them up build up go to the european games 
Some people are lazy. They just want to go, oh, you know what? I want to go and see Arsenal Man United this week. Mate, you've got no chance, right? Don't think you can just pick it out of the sky, right? It's not It's not going to happen. You've got to work hard. You've got to do something for it, right? Mm. You can't just pick and choose your games. You yeah. can pick and choose your games, but if someone's going to charge you two or 300 quid for it, you're going to have to heave it up, mate, because... That's just the way the world is. There's resales for everything in life now. Not only tickets, everything. You know, there's resales. That's the way the world is going there. Everyone's got a little side hustle. Not everybody, but a lot of people. That's how they make their money. But at Arsenal, it's, it's like the, the screaming that's going on at the moment because people can't get a ticket. You could have gone on the season ticket waiting list 10, 15 years ago. You could have bought, you know, three years ago, they were slinging club levels at you, slinging them. Yeah, as a waiting list, man. yeah. Now there's a waiting list, so it's it's the recency thing that we're going on about here. Everyone mm. wants to go and see the good team when they're playing well. That's not how it works, mate. Right? Yes. No, I mean, okay. Go, mate. No, sorry, I'm I'm just agreeing with you. Go on. Yeah, if you're, if you're a fan, get on the waiting list. It might take you a little while, but you will eventually get your season ticket. Or you've got to do like Femi and others do. You, you've got to bump into pals or people that, you know, you know, people that, that they might have a little bit of hardship. They've got, they can't afford their four grand in May to, to pull it up at four grand. So they say, okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, if anybody wants a couple of tickets, mate, I'll ask him or I'll ask someone else. They might want to take them off me for a season or two seasons or whatever. Jeff, I've, that's I've, got a friend who, works. I've got a friend who splits a season ticket. He does, they do yeah. half and half. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys who do that. And that's another way. If you want, if you've been, you know, I've got my season ticket now for about 10 or 11 years, uh, 12 years. Jesus. Um, I've seen an awful lot of shit at times. <laughs> um, yeah. but, um, <clears throat> But um, if I, I'll never give it up. I, I will make sure, even if I had to leave the country, I, I would put it into my son's name, I'll put it into my grandson's name, I'd keep it in the family. I'd, I'd, I'd put each ticket on ticket exchange and I'd maintain it for as long as I possibly can. You know, mm. it, I mean, that's, 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 the thing, that's the thing now. The thing now, if you've got a season ticket now and you, you, know, you get hardship or whatever, or you can't make half the games or, or, or whatever the scenario is, you jack it on ticket exchange. So there's no reason whatsoever now to give up a season ticket, which is why the churn of season tickets is very, very low. It's low because yeah. A, we're doing well, and B, because you can't lose any money on it. You just chuck it on a credit card, and then, you know, okay, you lose a little bit of interest over the course of a year, like, you know, whatever it is. But you're not actually losing money, which boils down to obviously where, where I'm stuck in. Uh, and I do appreciate what you said, Jeff, about, Get yourself on the waiting list, get yourself a season ticket. Where were you? You should have done this 10, 20 years ago. I've had that thrown at me a lot. Uh, because, like I say, because I've been a silver member or a red, a red equivalent member, you know, for this amount of years, which is like 25 years. Uh, but I've never actually, A, been either being able to afford, uh, you know, to go game in, game out, uh, before obviously the ticket exchange come in where you got your money back. Or B actually had the you know the the time in my in my my life away from Arsenal with you know family stuff, kids stuff. Of course, the various things. Uh, so that I mean that's that's the reason why I mean and even when you you hark back to the days where the ground was half empty, you look behind the clock in, and generally the lower tier was always always full. 
even when the East and West stand was sort of half empty when the season tickets didn't turn up. But what they've done for the, how they've sorted this out, I just think it's very, very underhanded with the club uh, because basically what they did was after COVID, they said to every season ticket holder, you can have a year off and you can get your season ticket back at the end of that year. Yeah. And so they've done that and I I don't think the club will ever release just how many people took a season ticket up that year for the first time. It was about 5,000, I think, that they offered um, uh, ticket-wise. So basically, where a lot of people were concerned about large crowds or health or money or whatever the reason was, they they were given the option due to hardship and everything else that the club gave them a year off. Those tickets then were sold on to new people who were on the waiting list, like a friend of mine was 20-odd thousand on the list and he was told, here's your season ticket. You have it for one year and then we'll put you as a priority for the next year. But then what they've done the next year is they were hoping that half those people wouldn't renew because they've got used to staying at home and not going going to the football and spending the money different in, in different ways. But most of them, because we were doing better, took back the option of having their ticket and then they took away from the red and silver allocation, mostly the silver allocation, to keep the people who had got their little bit of crack cocaine for a year at the Arsenal, and they wanted to, they wanted some more. They wanted some more, yeah. so you know, they, they renewed. I, I, they couldn't win in that situation. In fairness, and, and I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not saying they've done everything right, but I think what they did there, giving people a year off, was a good idea, and saying to people, yes, you can have a season digger, but not chucking them on the scrap heap afterwards. So you can say to somebody, give me 1,500 quid to help us out of trouble so we can rent that seat that's empty. And then next year, we're going to put you back on the list and you're going to wait four or five years because nobody else is going to want to let you back into the stadium on a season ticket. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get, I completely get that. And But if I'd got a season ticket under the premise that, look, you've just got this for one year and then you're at the top, the top of the priority list, you know, you'll go to position one or, you know, there's yeah. a thousand of you. Uh, then that, then I would have suffered that. Uh, well, that's, but what, the fact that's that, what they did do, though. That's they what, didn't. Every, know friend, everybody. No, no, no. I'm talking about. Sorry, Gav. I'm talking about my friend who who got his season ticket. That was the premise he went in. He went his eyes wide open. I've got it for a year. I don't know what's happening next season, but I'm priority for the the next season. But then they gave him a season and let him renew it again and again. Yeah, basically. I mean, that, that that's what's yeah. happened, and they did take it because they had this. Uh, promising still that red members would get 3,500 tickets, all of those season tickets, every single new season ticket uh, for that season come out of the silver allocation, which led to the mess of last season. Uh, I mean, last season ticket-wise as a silver member was, and again then as a red member, was just a a complete and utter disaster. Uh, And they've compounded that by listening to a couple of idiots who thought that a ballot would be a good idea. Uh, and it's, it's some of the stories that I hear, uh, you know, people that have put in for every single game so far and got none. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's, it's just an absolute joke. And the fact that the silver membership is worth, well, costs 20 quid more than the red membership, but the reds get more tickets. And, it's almost like, well, it is. The club, if the club had their way at the moment, they would have, if there's 8,000 or 7,000 tickets in this pile for Silvers, Reds and Seniors and Juniors, they would have 8,000 different people sitting on the seats every day, every game. 
That's yeah, what they want. Um, they want the Man City game. Mm. The Man City game, uh, we got in early. We always get in an hour, an hour and 15 minutes beforehand. And Trevor, who I do the, our podcast with, he wasn't drinking that day. And he just sat in this like little booth just inside um, uh, block C, uh, entrance C. And he sat there and he watched uh, people come in. Loads of new faces, as we said earlier. And every one of them coming in, some with half and half scarves, but all with big bags of merch. They've just fallen through the armory and chucked 500 quid at, at anybody when they walked in. Just give me a bag of stuff, bag of stuff. And that's what they want. They want they want trip, uh, They want want tourists in there who have not been in years and they want to go and spend on all the merchandise in the shops, and they're loving it. And guess what, Angus? That game, I was searching for two tickets for that game, and I tried all my usuals, but usually people are like, I'm not coming to this game. Do you want this ticket? I'm not coming to There's There's people around. You know, when you make friends with people, you've been there, going, sitting around yeah. them for 10 years and they're going on holiday, they'd rather sell it on to you or to someone that sits around there. They're putting it on, on exchange because it's quicker to get their money, et cetera, et cetera. And no one was giving it up. And I had two people coming from abroad who were begging me for tickets. So I went on one of those uh, random reselling websites. And if you saw the prices of the tickets that were around me, so I looked in my block, I swear to you, if I had sold that two, if I sold two games, two uh, A-level games, it would have paid for my whole season ticket for the season. That's how much they were going on there for, which I just found it amazing. But one of the things that I think that we have lost, and, and I have to say, because I sit right uh, kind of near, well, kind of uh, in the west, so near the, where the TV cameras are. But you can always, you, you always used to be able to hear the Ashburton Army lot. And I promise you, it has made a difference this year that their numbers have dwindled. I don't know how much they had before, but it's less than half of what they had before, and it, you can actually tell the difference, especially when the games are quiet. You can tell the difference now. Yeah, I mean, officially, Ashburton Army last year had 100 tickets, I believe, per game, uh, and that was cut to 50 for this season. But, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, 100 people make a hell of a lot. You know, they make more than double the noise of 50 to start with. Uh, and they was bringing all the people in around them as well. And you know, I know people that you know were trying to book up tickets. Uh, like I got a mate whose boy is about, I think his boy is about sixteen now. And last season, when they, when they were booking up on the silver membership, that's what his boy wanted. His boy wanted to be as close to Ashburton Army as possible, so he could join in the singing all game. And that's been lost with A, the fact there's now half of them, and B, which was, again, the next thing on our list. God, this is just working a dream, isn't it? Uh, the fact that silvers and re silver and red members can't actually pick where they sit. Not only can't they pick where they sit, they can't pick what tier they're in. Uh, I mean, a very good friend of mine he's, uh, who actually lives in Edinburgh, he's a red member, his wife's a red member and his father-in-law is a, a senior red member. And they've tried every game, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they've been successful once. And when the tickets got allocated, his father-in-law is 83. They got a ticket right at the back of the upper tier. Why would... I just don't understand why the fact that I... I mean, the club have been promising since July 
uh, look, when you put in for these ballot raffle things, that you can actually just, you know, say whether you want a lower tier or an upper tier or you don't care what one it is. But they're actually giving people seats look, they don't really particularly want to sit in. Uh, we're very tribal as football supporters. Uh, I mean, me and Jeff, probably going back to the standing days uh, when we were kids, you had your spot, Jeff, didn't you? Of course you did, 100%. I was, my old man used to take me in the North Bank, push me down the front where all the kids, you know? Yeah. And like I say, your dad was probably standing in the same spot where we could keep an eye on you every game. Yep, just above the goal, he was. Exactly. And then when I was standing in the clock end, it was, I wanted to be by this, you're looking at the pitch, I wanted to be just to the side of the right post, about halfway up. And when I was booking, all the times I booked silver tickets at the uh, at the bowl, I wanted to be behind the goal, right at the back. Or as close to the away fans as I could get, but right at the back. And that's what football fans want. That's what supporters want. You want to be able to sit where you, you know, or stand, or ideally stand, but you, you've got you've got a preference. Some people I know prefer the upper tier because they want to sit down all game and they want a better view of the game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I mean, the way they've we're still waiting four months later. Uh, you know, 11, 11 home tickets sold now, and they still haven't sorted that out. Is is it's, it's not, just a joke, it's really? It's not going to be sorted till next season. Uh, somebody who was in the supporters meeting that was brought up, and there's a few other things that they're looking at. They got rid of forty thousand IP uh, 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 like bogus um, red memberships, but that I, that thing as well. They're, uh, they're picking picking an upper or lower or setting a price banding. Um, the the IT system they use is crap, and um, basically you can't do it. Answering Arnie's question because uh, Arnie's from Iceland, uh, he said. Um, some fans, you'd have to fly over in three or four days. I, I, I applaud some fans that come from all around the world, uh, but it, it's just the, the, the ones I'm referring to as, as tourists are genuinely tourists. We're in London. Let's take in a show. Let's take in a Premier yeah. League game. And there is plenty of them around. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I mean, that's again going back to why silver members are silver members. Uh, a lot of this, I mean, I've got, People I speak to, silver members, uh, there's loads in Northern Ireland. Uh, there's loads and loads in, in Ireland itself. Uh, I've been contacted. I know one fella from Italy quite well. We have a chat every now and then. There's loads in Scandinavia as well. Uh, and again, when it comes to the ballots, uh, one of the reasons was was that people haven't got, A, people haven't got two hours to sit online to buy a ticket, which as a silver member, wouldn't be a problem if they didn't blinking slash the capacity from or slash the allocation from its initial 8,000 to about 1,800, whatever it is now. Uh, and it's it's just not working because there was enough tickets for all the silver members, as has been proved this year. If the allocation wasn't slashed, there was enough tickets for all silver memberships wants and needs because, you know, if you are a doctor or a nurse or a policeman and you can't book in a, you know you can't take off the time off at 10 a.m to log in a you wouldn't have had to uh, but b they're selling tickets that for games that might be rearranged or moved and these are the sort of people that with their jobs and their careers couldn't actually have got a season ticket 15 years ago or 20 years ago because there wasn't a, no such thing as a ticket exchange so these measures have really really sort of hurt the 
the core of what being a silver member was really and how it suited so so many people i think the i think i think it's it's a complete own goal that ballot system is a complete own goal for arsenal they've tried to concentrate on uh, the black market and and outlawing it and and trying to uh, get them out of the system but they've they've you know spoiled everything for the, the normal Arsenal supporter they would go on to the ticket exchange and battle his way through and maybe spend half an hour or 45 minutes or whatever when the tickets went on sale and try and buy them on the when the, when the on sale dates were or they'd try and pick them up over the course of the time when the tickets went on you know on the on the ticket exchange from seeding ticket uh, etc uh, but you know the, the irony of it is this ballot system has made the black market even worse because mm-hmm. even the black market can't get tickets. And what does that do? That pushes the prices up even further, right? So they've got to try and balance it right. Of course, listen, you know, when we're playing well, the Emirates, if there was a hundred thousand in there, it would probably most probably sell out, right? Yeah. You're never going to get everybody into the stadium when everyone, you know, an Arsenal Man City game, or you know, you'd probably sell two hundred thousand tickets if the stadium was big enough, because that's we're a global football club, you know, and like like the, the lad from Iceland there, Arnie, you know, he, he might only get over to see. He, he's, he might have been an Arsenal fan for all his life, and mm. and. He, he want to come over to City Arsenal maybe once or twice a year. Of course, he would love to be able to go onto the uh, the website and buy one. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes the games are sold out, right? And he'd have to he'd have to purchase a ticket for over and above what they you know they cost if they don't know somebody you know that's associated to Arsenal or season ticket holders or whatever. That's just a fact of life, right? But the Arsenal this season have completely cocked it up. No, it's made it's made ticket exchange harder because when it comes when it's open, I mean silver members are supposed to get X amount of time or X amount of weeks where it's just for silver members, where I spoke to people and they've said it's relatively simple uh and quite quick to get a ticket. Uh but once it goes on to open for everybody with these you know the hundred two or two hundred thousand or whatever it is red members. Uh, God knows how many of them are actually. Well, I would say a hefty well, amount of them aren't actually in people's real people's names. That's where they've gone wrong, Gav. Like you talk about the silver allocation being cut. Okay, maybe they had to to accommodate that uh, additional season tickets before, but. They haven't issued any more silver memberships to anybody. I've I've had my red memberships, and I'm seven thousand on the list to convert to to silver, and I have been for years. Um, mm. But they're still selling red memberships. And if you yeah. buy a red membership, if you buy a red membership today, I can go into the ballot for the PSV game or whatever the next game is, and I can get to I can get a ticket. Now that's where it's wrong. If you if you have a ballot system, there should be an, a finite number of tickets in that draw. And they're just coming along saying, guess what? We can we can sell more tickets and more tickets. And they're taking 40 quid off people or 50 quid off people yeah. for nothing. And it's just, it's churning a load of money into the club. And it's pissing people mm. off. It's pissing off loyal fans yeah. like the yeah. Silvers and Red members who've been around for years. Last year, I my Red memberships were used for probably 75% of games. 75% of games, I had tickets on there. 
I had mm. five or six thousand reward points on each one of them. That'll tell you how many, how many, how many times it went to it. But they're totally cocked up by continuing to sell reds. They should, they should have another level. I don't know. At the start of the season, let's just say the first game that. Just before the first game of the season, there should be a cutoff point. If you haven't bought, yeah. if you haven't purchased a red membership by that time, you're closed off now for the rest of the season, right? Correct. Then you won't have these fair weather fans who just want to go, you know, halfway through the season and we, we're, we're cracking away with top of the league or whatever. Oh, let me get a membership because I want to go and see a few games now, right? Because that is not fair because you got, you might have, I don't know how many red memberships they've got. They, they, they won't declare it. But let's just say, 000, I think. What I was going to say, 200,000. 200,000 people fighting for 1,500 tickets. How many hands are touched? That, that's the thing. At them, two hundred thousand, and obviously it's. I think the the club have sort of semi-admitted it, whether they've done it publicly or whether they've done it, you know, on one of these non-disclosure meetings. Uh, a hefty chunk of them are, are are owned by touts, are owned by overseas touts, are owned by people that are involved in organised crime, uh, and the club had to do. Allegedly, uh, the club literally all they had, all they had to do really, I mean, to stop the touts look have bots, which are you know, you know, you, you can buy a bot online for about I think the cheapest one I saw was for about seven hundred and fifty quid, right? Which will just steam through you know all of the uh, the software that Ticketmaster have to have to provide with these days. But all the club had to do at the start of this season was actually ID check everybody. Do you know what I mean, they've put so much time and resources into a ballot. Well, what, 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 does ID, what does ID checking achieve? I've got, no. I've got my son's um, junior gunner membership. You're never going to ID a kid. I've got two reds in my name, and I've got my my season ticket in my name. Femi's got two season tickets in his name, but somebody else uses it. How how is ID checking? Well, I've only, seen you put this on Twitter. I, I don't know how it works. The only thing, Fergus, is I think it would. It what the only reason it would make sense for that is because, like Gav is saying, what's happening is if I put my ticket on exchange, because I always wondered how do these tickets get on these other websites for such a high price, and it gives you the exact seat number that you're going to sit in. Why would the club not clamp down on that? Now, what would happen is if I put my ticket on exchange, these bots will snap it up within seconds because I've tried to buy tickets on exchange and it looks like the tickets there but within five seconds the ticket is gone so the bot will snap it up and send it to the tout which has got a red membership in any address any name anything and then he can then put that on these other websites for five six hundred pounds knowing that even if arsenal caught him they'll just cancel that membership wouldn't they which wouldn't yeah. really matter to him because he's got a, a hundred other memberships well, surely yeah, no, they, exactly. anyway, rather than doing ID checks, maybe when they when you do the um, the payment for your red membership, that the card has to be in the name of the red member. So well, if, if it's, it's, in, it's, it's simple, it's simple. Like the, I mean, people saying, "Oh, some people haven't got a driving license." Fair enough. Some people haven't got an. You know, it's 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 a relatively simple thing to do with the, with the technology they've got these days. To, well, is to actually if everybody can prove where they live, basically. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Is, it is that simple. Do you know what I mean, if they're expecting everybody to go in with a mobile phone, Gav. everybody's got a mobile phone bill. Gav, 
Gav, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Let's say they did that. So everybody's got to take their driving license or ID to, ID to the stadium with them, yeah? No, you do it um, online. Well, I, yeah, I know. That, okay, cool. No problem. You buy the ticket online with your ID. What is to stop you selling that ticket to Joe exactly. Boggs up the road, right? Because Joe Boggs up the road ain't going to have your identification, right? And to be honest with you, then they can't police it, Gav. There's people living in the UK that don't even know that their name and address is being used and they are red members of Arsenal. Yeah, but I'm talking about a few of you. You know, you're talking about the ID. And these, are, these, these, are, these, these are the people that are scooping up the tickets off a ticket exchange, mate. Do you know I mean, I'm uh, not talking about people like Fergus and Femi and blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about yeah. this, this, is solely, this is solely to improve the ticket exchange. The IDs won't work, Gav. They won't work. Yeah, it, I don't think they'll work. And and the issue the issue is further. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, the issue is, is a lot closer to home. There's, there's supporters clubs. There's all sorts of other stuff going on as well where tickets are being moved on and sold and stuff. You know, there's an, it, it, ID checks won't go. Go on, Jeff. Sorry, mate. No, it's right. The ID checks, because I can't, you know, you bought the ticket, you know, they've sold it on to someone else. That that person goes to the stadium. They can't check everybody's ID. There's just not no, enough just to, buy, just, just, just to buy the just to buy the ticket, in, and you can uh, just to buy the ticket in the first place, or just to become an Arsenal member, uh, you provide ID. You provide a copy of your. I mean, okay, yeah, you can get cheap fake driving licenses. The you know all the you, fucking you, you speak to any you speak to any, you speak to any seventeen year old mate. They've got ID to say they're eighteen. Well, there you go. It, it, like I say, it simply puts a, another barrier involved in it. it it's got to, to, for the ticket exchange to work and to be free of bots and to be free of touts, they've got to tighten up ID on people that actually use it. The solution Well, of course, but the, the club don't, like I say, the, the club have done the half measure on that, haven't they? Yeah, but I think they will, they'll they'll have to push forward uh, with the other uh, with the, making it purely digital, and I think that that is what will happen. Season ticket holders are are now purely digital, so you can't get in to the stadium unless you've got your smart. I know they they will do for accessibility reasons, and if there's older people, they'll make an exception. But as a rule, a season ticket holder has to have it in their Apple or Google wallet. No, that's not and true, Fergus. Yeah, it's okay. not true, Fergus. You, you can send it on to you can see the goals, send it on to PDF. And that's you, where all the PDFs are coming from. No, exactly. No, I know, but in, in theory, my season ticket is on here. But if I if I transfer it to one of my reds, it then converts into a PDF and that's what that they they're they're what uh, are getting sold. Yeah. Hmm. What they did was they, they forced people or it kind of made made it people go onto that system but i know people that have actually got physical cards that actually still work not the old one but they asked for a new card basically a lot of people don't know that that those cards because it's, it's just a, a top system isn't it it's like it's like wireless phones and wireless cards it's just a, a top system as long as you've got something that will let you in but they discourage it so much that everyone thinks that you can't use that's why the PD because the cards can still work, but they've encouraged nearly everyone to, to use it on their phone, which to be fair has caused I know people on Android phones who it's caused so much issues. On iPhones, it seems to work 
perfectly well. But and on people with Androids has had nightmares with those digital cards, which is why some people did get the physical cards. So are you saying if I went in with this, it would still work? Maybe not that one. They have a different one. It's a little bit of a different color red as well. Okay. Yeah. But if you can, you know, if you if you need a ticket or whatever to get in, there's there'll always be a way around it. I mean, there's always we're gonna to have to obviously. There's always going to be a black yeah, but, market. But but if if, if, if they go, if they go down the digital, if they go down the digital route, that will stop the guy outside the tube station selling tickets. You know that that that's that's my theory. Hmm. It's. I think. I think with the technology that's involved and the technology that there is these days, uh, a there shouldn't be any paper tickets whatsoever, uh, and b there must be a, a simple way of proving your ID uh, and proving every Arsenal member's I, you know, ID. Uh, even with kids, you, like I say, kids is obviously the exception where it is a little bit more difficult to prove. Uh, but, I mean, my 11-year-old's got an, you know, a rooster. Uh, so, you know, most kids these days, once they get over the age of 11, have got some form of digital card that they use. I mean, the, my daughter's school, believe it or not, when they go in, they finger, on the first day, they fingerprinted her. So when she wants something from, for lunch or for a snack or whatever, she just produces a fingerprint. And bang, it, it's added, and that fingerprint is added to the biometrics, which goes on to uh, her bill, or goes on to the, you know, the the credit that they they take the bill off. I mean, that's how simple it is. I mean, and this is like a, a, a blinking score in Havering. Do you know what I mean? It's, and if they can do it, and I believe there's, okay, there's there's only two hundred and fifty kids per year. So, I mean, what that's only like, what, they've probably got biometrics for about 1,200, 1,300 kids. But it is that simple to do if you want to prove ID. And by means of all you have to, at the moment, I mean, I could leave here, make up 10 names on 10 addresses, and I've got 10 new red memberships. And it, like I say, there's no checks. I could do it all by the same card. I mean, I believe... The club said last year that they found somebody that had 20 memberships, 20 red memberships, all at the same address. Gav, you could I have mean, 10 memberships. You can you could buy 10 memberships today. Right? <laughs> I yeah. promise you, you ain't got no chance of getting a ticket on that website, brother. <laughs> well, it, it, it depends, mate. Seven, it depends, mate. 750 quid, you get a bot. Do you know what I mean? I, I could, Gav, it, it, it would be a, it'd be a piece of piss. Gav, it's not that easy, mate. Mm. I, I, honestly, you need to trust me on it. It's not that easy. Mm. Mm. I'm umming a lot there. Well, I, I, I'm umming a hell of a lot. I think, <laughs> you know, I think what Jeff said earlier about uh, they could do Champions League tickets, especially for um, if they've got overseas fans to stop them buying red members. If your membership was bought after a certain date, you can't buy a ticket for a certain game. I think that's exactly what they need to do. Is they, if anybody buys, buys a red after the first of August on any season, that they cannot they cannot buy a, 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 a ticket in that match. And I also think they need to add in another level that if you have a red membership or a silver membership and you haven't used it in two years. You're not offered a chance to renew it. It's cancelled. That will weed out some of them. 
Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, but obviously, I mean, you've got people in the armed forces uh, who could go away for a number of years and not use the ticket for a number of years. Uh, and that's why people are still members. I mean, it's part of it, again, and like I say, there, there's probably there's probably thousands of thousands of Arsenal supporters worldwide who are red members uh, who have never been a game, uh, whose dream it is to go to a game. And that's why they've bought their, their red membership. And it's the same with silver members. I, mean, I know silver members that have, con have consistently come over just two or three times a year. And they're quite happy to pay their 50, 60 quid or whatever, 57 quid or whatever it is for their two games a year. And they're happy to actually put money into the club as well. They're actually happy that the fact that they can say, right, yeah, I'm a paid up support with Arsenal. And that's the same for loads of people in America, Australia, all over Europe that do exactly the same. They want to feel part of the club, which is great. So they shouldn't actually be penalised uh, for the, the actual number of games they actually attend or whether they do ever attend. But season ticket holders are going. Season ticket holders are going to be penalised if you, if if you leave your seat if you don't attend seventeen out of nineteen games, you don't get a, the the chance to renew your ticket. You need to make sure your seat. No, that's that's this season. You you need yeah. to have your seat used. Since last, yeah, since last season, yeah. Well, but there's no there's no there's no excuse. There's there is apart from the very elderly, which I'm sure there's quite a few of, but there is no excuse these days not to have a bum on your seat. The problem is, is there's too many of these bums that are going on these seats that are, as you described earlier, they're the, the tourists over that coming to London for three weeks and want to see all the sights. Do you know what I mean? That, that's the problem. And there's too many of those uh, season tickets that are going on ticket exchanges that are ending up with touts. Uh, and people are spending the you know, extraordinary money on it. Uh, I mean, I don't. I think that anybody that buys a ticket off of a tout is actually making the problem worse for everybody. And again, what you sort of look into when you speak to and have conversations and with as many people as I have over the years, everybody wants a solution to this ticket issue to suit their needs or to suit their, their own agenda. Uh, I mean, I put a thing up when the, last year about what they should do is scrap silver, scrap red, and introduce a loyalty system based on how many years people have been a member and how many games they've been to over two, three, four, five years, which that way it protects the people that, you know, from overseas and from Scotland and from Cornwall and from... Ireland and Northern Ireland that come over for their six games a year and have done religiously for 20 years. And also it gives the, you know, the new people that have been going for sort of 10 years and have been going every single game for 10 years, the same sort of loyalty with this ballot system. It's just shown zero loyalty to anybody. Mm, I think, I think the, they've got the ballot system, the ballot system from other clubs. I, I saw on Twitter that Newcastle, a tweet out saying that the, the wrong price is up for, I can't remember who they were playing, and United or something like that, in, in the ballot. And that was the thing that dragged my attention and that they were going to honour the prices. Liverpool have done a ballot system for years. Man United have done a ballot system. And I, I think, you know, ballot systems are going to happen in all pre Premier League uh, clubs. It's just how it's policed and how it's managed is the issue. Mm. 
Not everybody's yeah, going to be satisfied. There's always going to be a group of people that are not satisfied. That's just the, that's just the, the, the way of the world. And that's, that's what happens when you've got a successful football team, which is a good thing. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are not happy with whatever system because it doesn't suit them. Yeah. And like I say, I mean, it's, it's, I, mean, I can sit from both angles because, I mean, I was, you know, a red equivalent member when there was zero allocation at Ivory. And I didn't complain about it. I didn't moan about it. As you said earlier, Jeff, I, you know, I networked. I mean, I had a couple of mates who were the silver equivalent members and there was three of us who used to use two of the memberships because one was a bus driver and one worked, you know, had to get up at three o'clock every morning. So between the three of us, we had all the games covered. You know, if there was a game where all three of us wanted to go, I knew a fellow that drunk in the Gunners pub and you give him 50% more than what the ticket was worth and, Again, you've got a ticket and, and you're in the game. And that's how it used to work. Do you know what I mean? It's, and even then I'm talking about, you know, a 26 quid ticket and I'm giving the fella 35 quid or whatever. It's not like it is with touts now where they're selling, what, 30 quid, 40 quid tickets for two, three, four hundred quid. That's it's, networking. <laughs> that's networking, yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it sounds a bloody good business if you ask me, but it's, it's just completely unethical and... The way the club have put this system in and this system in place, it's facilitating it. it it's unfortunate, but they are facilitating touting at the moment and facilitating big profits for touting. Gav, Gav, is it the new system? Is it incompetence? Is it teething problems? Or is it just football is a game of money and they don't want Fergus turning up, maybe buying five or six pints, or Femi turning up and buying nothing, or me turning up, getting in for half price, my friend getting in for nothing, and there's no way Arsenal are ever getting a penny off of me. Which one is it? Or is it all it's, three? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a snowball effect of greed, basically. Uh, the club put, kept increasing the number of red uh, allocation to encourage more people to spend their 30 quid on their red membership fees and somebody down the line probably even last season got a hefty bonus for the amount of red members on there uh, they've probably also noticed a difference in the amount of spend in the shop uh, there is massive cynics out there which I'm still sitting on the fence in but the club do actually prefer this the club do want these 8,000 match by match sales to go to 8,000 different people. Uh, and if they had their way, no, but you know, everybody would just get one ticket per game because the likelihood of them spending in the club shop is actually increased. But it's to go back to what you said, it, it's incompetence and they're not actually speaking to but when the club are making these decisions and bringing these things in, they're not actually speaking to, people that have got experience. Uh, how the club didn't know that people would prefer either lower or upper is beyond me. Any basic human you know, being who's been going football for years and years and years would know that some people prefer going to the upper, some people prefer going lower. You know, there's women out there that are five foot nothing, five foot two, who don't want to be, you know, standing or don't want to seat directly behind Ashburton Army because they know they're not going to see anything. And they deliberately try and get upper-tier tickets so they can actually see something. It's like um, me, how that one. That they know the people who's in, in the lower tiers where the wheelchairs sit. They know when if you put all the wheelchairs at the back, 
And then people stand up. You're not going to get people to sit down. And they know we can't see. So for that whole of that first season, well, the only season I did the whole season, I think I missed about two games. I even did the uh, the two pre-seasons, the uh, Brazilian International and the Burkham one. And we said to him right from the beginning, why have you put all the wheelchairs here? I can't stand up and look over everybody. They went, oh, I don't know. So then I have to, like you were saying, with a different tier, I have to then go and when I did go the next season, I went to three or four games, I made sure I got the middle tier one so that I could actually see what was going on. But we're running out of time, Gav. So if I pay you 60 grand a year and you're now in charge of the Arsenal tickets, how many people do you need to employ and how's the easiest way for you to fix this? Is that before or after tax, by the way? Uh, I'll, I'll just get you to um, say you're a <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's fair enough. Uh, well, basically, I mean, for, from a silver perspective, it's quite simple, really. You just give all the allocation back. Uh, that would be the simple one to protect silver members. Uh, if I was being fair about it, I would get this, I would chain, get rid of silvers, get rid of reds, and do the loyalty times games uh, formula that I put in earlier. And yeah, and like I say, I would make it all fully electric. I'd make sure that people, the very, very bare minimum, uh, that when people pay to renew or when people join as members, that the card they pay with is registered at the address that they're actually putting in where they live. Uh, and I would probably sack Ticketmaster. I've never liked Ticketmaster. There was a fucking pain in the ass when I was trying to phone them up in 1998. And I think they've still got the system in place now. It, that, you know, you know your, that system that you're talking about, though, Gab, does that not, does that not create like a closed market, so to speak, i.e. where everyone that's on the, say, like 45 points for the away scheme at the moment, they're going to keep buying their tickets, even if they don't use them, and find people like myself, Femi, or Fergus to give them to when they don't need the tickets, right? And that then cuts out new uh, guys having a chance to come in. Like young, young kids, you know, they might be 14, 15 now, but they want to go and see mm. the Arsenal. They've got no chance. That's what I'm saying to you. It's, it's well, so they have, they have at the moment. That's, that's the thing, Jeff. As it is, as it is at the moment, uh, there's no chance. There's no, I mean, there's no, there's people there's, that have got red memberships for 12 years. And they've got kids now that are 17, 18, yeah. and they, they can't go they can't go together and they can't get the tickets. Yeah. There's talk of um a, a lot of junior gunners and, and cannons, if they apply uh, on their own to go into the family enclosure, they are getting picked. So they, there is something about bringing in uh, younger fans. Uh, I've read on these notes I have from that meeting as well that every single membership has to be in a single person's name, and name change amnesty is happening again. Uh, and the average attendance in the previous season was 95% and the average attendance so far this season is 98%. So, you know, they're getting people in there spending money. They're, Arsenal are going to be happy. They just need to iron out the problems they've got somewhere along the line. Yeah, it's like I say, it, it's just I just feel that the whole system is actually being introduced by people who, who are football supporters, who haven't really got a clue about what football supporters wants and needs and what their traditions are and what the family traditions are. Uh, and they're just making a complete pig's ear of it. The people are, are advising them. Uh, I mean, you would have thought when they're implementing changes to the silver membership and these ballots and all that, they'd actually speak to the silver rep on it, and they didn't. 
Uh, they ignored his emails for the best part of four months. Uh, they cancelled, the club cancelled. Since I realised that there was a problem, which was probably around August, September of last year, I noticed that there was just just a distinct lack of how many silver tickets were actually up for sale. And I realised very quickly after the first two or three sales that there's a large chunk of tickets that have just gone missing. And I, I couldn't work out why. And I actually myself had three meetings with, you know, the, the senior people at the time at the club. Uh, and all three were, were cancelled at short notice. Uh, so that's the problem that the people that are in charge haven't got a clue and they don't actually want to speak to people that have got experience in this. And that's where we've got to the scenario we're in at the moment where, as Jeff said earlier, nobody's happy. Oh, dear. So it's a bit of a shit show, isn't it, really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm chewed up proper now. Unfortunately, but... um, so we haven't really got any further down the road, but hopefully the club will do in the coming months, to having discussions with the supporters clubs and, you know, the AST and, you know, whatever. Uh, hopefully those guys will have good import, uh, input because they've got loads of experience. They're guys that have had season tickets for years and they've got family memberships and stuff like that. And then that's just, but again, it's just about, you know, let's just say we, we, we fall out of the sky and we're mid table by the start, of, by the middle of this season. And we, we, we're the same to start of next season. There'll be loads of tickets available again. That's, that's where the Absolutely. problem lies. It's just where it's, it's popularism at this moment in time. Everyone wants to mm. see the Arsenal. Yeah, I, mean, I know. How many times last season did you have somebody come along and said, you go to Arsenal, don't you? Can you get me two tickets, please? Can you get me six tickets, please? Can you get me and my aunt a ticket, please? And yeah. the answer was always generally the same. No. Even with the, oh, sorry, um, the, seat, the, the, the seat change thing, you know, when, when we were um, on the Vengar, I, I could change my seat to wherever I wanted at the end of, at the end of every season. I could just say, oh, can I move my seat? <laughs> now, if you try and do that, they literally just say no, no chance. <laughs> you know, yeah. but back then, you can just say, "Oh, next next season, I want to move from the east to the north bank." They'll be like, "Yeah, sure, no problem," because people are always ready to move or giving up their tickets, really. So you, they could do that, but now, not a chance. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, as, as pure, like I say, purely with, even though I'm not advocating that they do this because I know the club won't because it will cost them. A, you know, the club don't want to lose the revenue of, of red membership. Uh, but I think if you think there's 30,000 silver members, we've never been so popular and there's only six, averaging out about 6,000 silver members going into the ballot. When the original allocation, uh, when we moved into the, the bowl, was around 8,000 for silver members. So if they hadn't changed increase the season ticket holders, given red members, blah, 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 blah. Even now, when we're our most popular ever since we left Highbury, there still would have been enough tickets for every silver member to have gone the number of games that they've always gone. And it's a shame when you think that the silver members are the 
people have been, you know, had a membership for at least 16 years now. To be a silver member, you've actually been a member for at least 16 years. And loads of them, like myself, have got kids that have been junior gunners. And it's almost penalising, you know, taking the next generation of, the, you know, the the legacy supporters, the you know, the, the hundreds and thousands out there like me uh, that are second, third, fourth, fifth generation of going to games. And now we're struggling to take our, our kids half a dozen games a year. That that's the the sad bit about it, really, because the club want or somebody at the club's getting a bonus off of selling two hundred thousand red memberships. And on that note, yeah. I need a pin. <laughs> Danny, there's Schooner N Seven on on um, Twitter said, "I got my tickets off my mate, as though that breaking the rules and selling tickets on is legal. It's not. Well, we're not saying they're selling them on. We're just saying face value." So I think that's always been an unwritten rule. As long as it's face value, nobody really has an issue with it. Do you? Hmm, I agree with that. I mean, if they're uh, just just helping people out because the club don't care. I think, Stephen, I think, I think in, the, in the chat. Sorry, on, Gav. I mean, Jeff. I, I think you'll find that that the Arsenal tickets aren't, especially to Red members, they're not transferable. No, they're you not. They are not. You're not allowed to transfer it to your pal. You know, you can't do it. You're not allowed to do that. And if you get stuck yeah. to the gate and you don't know the right information, they'll throw you out. And that red membership is going to get dashed out as well. Uh, even season ticket holders. Only, yeah. they, won't, they won't let you do it, you know. Yeah. Gav, uh, Stephen Orchard in the chat sums up the entire show. From the Arsenal point of view, they meet their target of selling all the tickets. So why would they worry? That's it, isn't it? Basically, it's like I say, it's a it's a massive, massive money generator for them. And the bottom line is, is that's all they care about. Really, they care about having bums on seats. They care about how much spend per seat there is. I mean, that's what these that's what these executives at Arsenal are getting their bonuses on spend levels per seat. And they're sitting there thinking of their pocket. And it's like, unfortunately, it's like everything looks bad in this world. Just follow the money. Follow who's making an earner out of it. I don't know. There's one, there's one way that we could, they, they could alleviate a little bit of a problem is to find another 20,000 seats from somewhere in the stadium. I mean, it's a relatively new stadium. They must have been thinking about this. It must have been in the build that they might need a, a, a bigger stadium back in the day. Um, there's the room. There is the room for it. There's the room to completely smash it down and rebuild it bigger. Uh, the, problem, the problem that was, was that the actual number of seats in there wasn't dictated to by the size of the ground that they could build. It was dictated by Islington Council. Yeah. And Islington Council still probably won't budge because as much money as Arsenal make uh, for the borough on match days and how that, you know, it keeps, it's kept pubs afloat, it's kept cafes afloat, uh, yeah, you know, for years and years, it's you know it's a big boost in the economy every time Arsenal play at home. Uh, the council just did not want that many people travelling in, and they're using the back of. I mean, only 
we're the only club that's literally surrounded by train lines and we're the ones that can't build a ground big enough because of dispersing people after games. I mean, you look at what Haringey did for uh, for Tottenham. And, I mean, it's quite a walk to the nearest train station, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Whereas we've literally got, we're, we're surrounded by it. Yeah. Well, they didn't do the upgrade of Holloway Road. They didn't do the upgrade of Drayton Park when they did the stadium build because they went over budget, but they didn't. They, they, they built the stadium within budget by cutting out other things that they were meant to do. Um, Islington Council won't allow them to go over 60,000. There is talk if they are going to do a, re, a seat reconfigure and they're going to try and get three or 3,000 or more seats into the stadium. Um, that is a, a plan. There's some other some other bits and pieces they've got planned, but I, I can't see that. I can't uh, without pulling it down and starting again. I can't see Islington. Well, they can't pull it down. That's for sure. But they need to sit down with Islington Council, lock horns, and say, "Listen, we need another ten thousand seats in another tier. What is it? What, how, how are we going to get round it? What's it going to cost us? Because we, we have got the infrastructure. Boxes. We've got the infrastructure there, like you said, Gav, about the train system, etc. Right? Mm. There's no reason why they can't do it. I mean, has, any, has anybody been Ajax away or been to yeah. Ajax Stadium? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, like I say, their, their stadium's built on built next to a train line and it's got its own, you know, it's got its own train thing, it's got its own multi-storey car park, the whole the whole works. It's, it's state-of-the-art compared. Yeah, it's state-of-the-art compared to uh, to our place, but it, I always just found it completely ridiculous that... It actually hasn't, they didn't actually build. I mean, look, you can see how blinking on that picture, see how close it is to that train line. Why aren't they actually building a decent train, you know, a decent train station there? And that would have hopefully done the job with, you know, or, or Jesus, bung them a few no, brown paper bags at the council, Jesus. Well, I don't know why, but I, I don't even well, think know, Drayton Park's open on match day, is it? It's it's not, it's not open, yeah, can't yeah, take the, the capacity. Yeah, Holloway Holloway Road isn't now fully closed on match days as well. It used to be open one direction, as in if you're going yeah. to central London, yeah. you used to be able to get off. Now it's totally closed, which I didn't actually realise once, and I almost missed the kickoff of a game just because of that. Because so I had to go all the way back to Caledonia and then come all the way back again to Arsenal. And another thing that you got to remember is... Um, I, I lived uh, for a while near the, that Overlot Stadium when they were building it. One of the things that they did when they were building their stadium, obviously their, the transports into their stadium is, is horrific. Is just one of the worst. You, you either get off at Seven Sisters and walk or you have a go at getting at one of those other overground stations, which is impossible. But what they did was they closed down Northumberland Park and Angel Road wasn't even being used. And they totally rebuilt the whole of those two train stations to make it more fit for purpose for their new stadium. They rebuilt it. They made it almost two brand new stations that could fit a lot of people. And one of the things that you're looking at is when we built the stadium, we left Arsenal train station pretty much the same. We left uh, Drayton, is it Drayton Park or Drayton Manor? Drayton Park, yeah. pretty much the same. Holloway Road is still the same. You know, we didn't do the, the, that kind of, we spent all our money on the stadium. And what they and did that was, was in the plans. they actually got the That was in the plans. Yeah, they, got the, they actually got the council to help, to fund some of their stadium, which they used for the transport system around the stadium. 
which we didn't actually have the foresight to do, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Avon in the chat says, what the Cronkies have done in America with their NFL team is to ex ex excavate and lower the pitch level, adding seat below the current floor level. Now, looking at the uh, at the Emirates there, is that something that they could do? Drop the pitch well, by 20 foot? Well, and, and, well, underneath is a car park. And also the ground level starts just at the back of the... Um, at the back of the entrance to the lower tier. So the lower tier is actually underground, and then there's the car park and all the irrigation and heating system for the pitch. There's load it goes down another two stories. So that's a no yeah. then. But it's not, but yeah, mean, it's not even about that. It's about the infrastructure to get the people yeah. there yeah. and away. Yeah. I don't think there'll be anything that you could do or the only thing you so, can do is make seats, make seats smaller. The, the biggest seats in the, in, in, in the country, the seats are one and a half times the seats of anywhere else. I, I went to Palace. I couldn't even get my left buttock into the seat. Everton, <laughs> I love it in the new stadium. But Everton is is tight. There's so many smaller smaller seats out there. It easily could be... Yeah, well, I don't uh, want to go back to them. I don't want to go back to them, Then No, I know. Nor do I. Not that I sit in my seat. I never sit in my seat, Jeff, where I am. But the seats yeah. could be smaller. Like Jeff said, we spent more than five minutes outside an executive box. Jeff, behave yourself. <laughs> You're joking, mate. No, I, 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 sit, I do sit in the East Upper, mate. But um, yeah, I do. I, I, like Gavin said, I like to sit in the East Upper in the central blocks, so I can I can view the game. I like to listen. I've, I know what the players look like. I don't need to be down the front. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I want to see the game of football as it is. You know, to see the offsides and the, the passages of play. You know, that's why I sit in the upper. I, I wouldn't believe what you see with your eyes. It's all wrong. VAR gets it right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's, that's, a, that's an hour and a half on its own. Isn't it? oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> anyway, right. gents, we have gone over the allotted time. And I think Danny's looking like if his cat gets any closer, he's going to bite one of the legs off and have it for dinner. Uh, I appreciate everybody for joining me. I appreciate Danny for hosting this evening. So thank you, Femi. Cheers, all. See you soon. Thank you, Fergus. Cheers, mate. Thank you, Jeff. Always a pleasure, Gav. Thank you. W Winger out. And thank you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Gav. Cheeky chops. Maybe one day we'll get you on a decent computer and then we'll uh, be able to hear you properly. But uh, yeah, that's why there's a little bit of interference, people. He's on his phone. And he's going a bit mutton in his old age. And so it's bleeding from his earbuds into his microphone. That sounds a bit painful. Yeah, wonderful job hosting, Gav. All you have to do now is say uh, say your goodbyes. Yeah, up the Arsenal. If you can get a ticket. Well, what do you want me to say? Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for all your comments. Uh, thank you to Danny. I've said thank you to everybody, haven't I? Oh, yeah. What am I supposed to do? See you in Spain. Uh, uh, have a good one, Fergie. Right, I'm, I'm pressing the button. Bye bye. Bye bye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. You nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at him. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately, and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt. <laughs>